I'm Whitney Barbary, and you have dropped in on the Full Flavored Life and Business Podcast. That is right. In this podcast, we build a full flavored life and business. We don't show up as the light version of ourselves or the decaf version of ourselves. No, we do not. So we make a lot of impact here and we make a lot of income here and we don't apologize for either of it. So if you are ready to learn from a six figure business coach who loves Jesus and who loves business, let's dive into the episode. So this is pop up, um, ask me anything, and I'm going to pull up the chat because some people were actually asking questions in the other thread, but Seriously, if you guys are just wanting to pick my brain about something for you, that's fine. If you're just trying to understand the inner workings of Whitney, that's fine. Like for the most part, nothing is off limits. And if something is off limits, I'll just say, I prefer not to answer that. But um, I feel like something juicy is going to go down because I felt compelled to do this. Like five minutes before I announced it, I felt compelled to do it. So start asking some questions. Let me pull up these other ones. Oh, here they are. When I announced I was doing this, some people posted in the other thread. There are six of you watching. Only three of you said hi. Okay. Someone said, oh, there was only one question asked. (laughs) So once I answer this, if you guys don't drop any questions, I guess we won't have any. Hey, Denise. All right. If you guys have questions. Hi, Miranda. Hi, Sherry. Hey. Uh. Let me answer the one Nate dropped. Oh, nope. That's the wrong thread. Okay. Um, Nate asked, what are your mentors doing that you're trying to learn? Um, why? So maybe I think the better way to ask, not, not a better way to ask it, a better way for me to answer it is why do I hire mentors? So like when I go hire a mentor, what am I looking for? Um, I will tell you this. I don't, when I go to hire my coaches and I go to hire mentors, which I work more with people that operate in the mentor archetype, as opposed to a coach archetype. I think a coach is what we get like inside of group programs. I think in in group programs where there's something very specific being taught, you get people in their teacher role, their teacher archetype and their coach archetype for me. Um, I'm looking when I'm going to hire someone that I want close proximity with, I'm looking for someone in a mentor capacity. So the reason I say that is when I'm hiring coaches, well, when I'm hiring mentors, what I'm looking for, Hey, Elise is someone that's going to expand me. And the reason I say that is I think there's every time, every time my dogs are like, they freak out about something. Um, I actually blocked off the front door because we have our our front door is basically like one giant window. And I was hoping if I blocked it off, they wouldn't be able to see people driving by, walking by, getting out of their cars, and they would calm down. And somehow I think they've gotten around the barricade um, because it sounds like they're barking right outside of here, which is where the front door is. But anyways, um, I think that where I here's where I think a lot of people get it wrong. I think a lot of people get hiring coaches and mentors wrong is because they think to themselves, um, how do I, who who can I hire? That's going to teach me how to make money right now. So when you guys are looking for business coaches, a lot of people think who's going to show me how to make money right now. 
Who's going to show me how to make money right now? Who can show me the fastest way to make money? Who can show me the fastest way to not ever have to feel uncomfortable? Who can show me the fastest way to like move the needle? And we go hire coaches looking for the magical strategy that's going to bring us to six and seven figures seemingly overnight with as little challenges as possible. And I don't ever think that. And I pay my mentors. I want you to hear me. I pay my mentors a lot of money. One mentor, I just paid $21,000. Um, and another mentor, I paid $16,000. And this all happened in November and December of last year. That's $37 worth of mentorship in the last two months of the year. That's not even what I paid them for other times of the year. I, I'm, I'm making a point here. <clears throat> okay. And at no point did I think to myself, okay, I'm going to pay Rachel 21, I'm going to pay Rachel $21,000 because she's going to show me how to make a bunch of money. That's not what I'm looking for. So when, when Nate asks, like, what are your mentors doing or whatever that you're trying to learn? It's like, I look at them and I look at the life they're living and the business they have. And I pay attention to who they are behind the scenes. And you can tell that by the way they carry themselves on the scenes, because I believe that we energetically can feel people out. So I can tell what kind of person someone is behind the scenes by the vibe and the energy I'm getting from their world. You can tell if someone is a, is a true leader in themselves. You can tell if someone's leading themselves behind the scenes because of how magnetic they are or aren't on the scenes. And so I look at like, how is this person leading themselves in their life? How is this person leading themselves in their business? Obviously I want them to be making money. I'm not going to go get coached by somebody that can't figure out how to make money, but I'm not hiring them to make money. What my mentors are doing that I want to do is every mentor that I've worked with, like when I look at them, especially this last year, they share a lot of common traits and those common traits are a signal to me of what it is that I'm looking for. Let me make sure someone's not trying to get into the, I just want to make sure somebody wasn't trying to get into my Facebook group. <clears throat> um, what I'm looking for. So I noticed that the mentors that I gravitate towards, they show up very powerfully. They are fully, fully, fully expressed, right? They're fully expressed. Oh, me too. Isn't it so cute? Look how pretty it is. I got to figure out a way. I'm probably gonna have to push my desk back. I got, cause I need to figure out a way to get it more in the screen. The only way I can do it really is to move my, but yeah, I love that picture so much. Um, they show up powerfully. They, 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 they have a lot of, they have very potent personal power. That's what I'll say. They have very potent personal power. They show up very much fully expressed. They're not watering down parts of themselves. They, um, are not apology. They don't show up as an apology. They don't have an apologetic energy about them where like they're showing up like an apology, like they're sorry for who they are. Um, they're commanding the presence and the attention, like their presence commands the attention of their audience. Um, they are making a lot of money and they really love their business and they really love their lives. 
and they've cleaned up a lot of things in their business. They're not being leaky in their boundaries. They're not being leaky in their standards. They're not being leaky in their emotional intelligence. Like it, for me, it comes back to, there's a lot of personal power there that they like they're operating in. Right. Um, and so I recognize like the reason that I gravitate towards certain mentors is I'm like, I feel like I do own my personal power, but I'm always wanting to tap into things at the next level. So I'm wanting to tap into being even more fully expressed and what that looks like at this level. I want to tap into having really powerful standards and boundaries at this level. I want to tap into navigating hard conversations, um, with clients, with team members, with people in my programs, you know, things in my personal life. For, for instance, I just leaned into my, one of my mentors today. I have two mentors, but I just leaned into one of my mentors today, um, Rachel, and was just asking her, like you, she also grew up in a Christian home. And I was like, how did you work through? I noticed myself wanting to, um, prove to people that I can be successful and, and prove to people in my family that I am adulting well, and that I do know what I'm doing. And that look at me, like, look how good I'm adulting and like, um, look how well I'm managing my money and like, look how well I'm investing. And it's like, I, I was noticing that I was getting a lot of fear of like, what if I'm not saving enough? What if I'm not like, you know, what if I screwed up something on my taxes? What if I'm not investing it where my parents think that I should, or like, what if I'm talking about money too much and it triggers my clients? And I was asking her, like, how did you break out of that mold of feeling that conditioning of feeling like you owe an explanation to everyone else about what you do with your money and why you want to make money? And my word, I wasn't even going to pick a word for this year. And like a week ago, it came to me that I realized like my word for this year is more. I want more success. I want more money. I want more happiness. I want more joy. I want more um deep relationships. I want friendships that last a long time that aren't built around, um, me carrying all the weight. Right. Or like, I want, I want these really amazing, healthy relationships with, with my clients where it's an actual relationship. And they don't just see me as some like vending machine where they put a quarter in and they think they're going to get a million dollars. And I'm just a means to an end. And I was like, I don't want to apologize for wanting more and bigger and better right? So that's something I plugged into my mentor for. So what I'm saying is like, I don't hire my mentors. I don't look at them like, um, I'm going to hire them and they're going to show me how to make a bunch of money. I'm like, what I'm actually plugging in to learn from them is how to, how to, I want to be in a space where they're going to call me forward <clears throat> and call me higher because I know when I step forward or when I go higher or when I can transcend things that have been like, you know, like shadows and when I can dissolve things that have always held me back or old conditioning or old mindsets or people pleasing ways. Like when I can evolve and expand, I actually know I'm going to make more money because then my clients are a lot more likely to hire me because they're going to be able to feel. So how I'm leading myself behind the scenes is what my clients pick up for me 
on the scenes. So I knew that I would make more money working with them, but I didn't hire them because they were going to teach me how to make more money. I hired them because I wanted to tap into who they are and how they lead themselves. And I wanted that to be activated inside of me. Right. So when you guys hire coaches and mentors, or or if you just look at people you follow, I want you to hear me on this. You're not attracted to people because they have something that you don't have. It's because that thing is already inside of you. You just want it to be more fully expressed. That's what you want. Okay. I hope that was helpful. Let me see if there's more questions. It seems like you're always posting how many hours a day do you think you're actually working? Um, well, like today I didn't have any calls on my calendar. I don't take, I don't usually schedule calls on Monday unless I really need to. So it probably took me I don't know. I may have spent an hour today posting between all the posts that I did. I said this the other day. I don't remember where I was teaching because I led multiple things last week, but I genuinely post out of overflow. So when something hits me, I just go write a post about it. And if you guys would actually stop overthinking your post and stop trying to write copy and you just shared from your brain, you could literally just, it would take you 10, 15 minutes to put out a post. And I'll also tell you a trick. I do talk to text so that the words, and then like after I just, because when you do talk to text, it's going to put it on one paragraph and then I go and space it out. So it's more aesthetically pleasing for people's eyes when they're reading. But I do talk to text because then the words are going to sound exactly how I sound when I'm talking to my best friend, or I'm talking to my coach, or I'm talking to a client, or I'm talking to my husband, or I'm talking to you guys here. So if you also do talk to text, it's going to cut the time it takes you to create content like over half because it takes longer for you to sit there and type things out than if you just talked it out and then you went in and put some line breaks. But for me, I don't sit down and write copy. And I don't sit down and think to myself, okay, every morning at 9am, I'm going to put out a piece of content. And then, cause here's what happens. Cause then at 9am, I'll be like, okay, it's 9am. I need to put out a piece of content now. What am I going to say? That, that doesn't feel good to me. If that's how you operate, cool. I can't operate like that. So how much do like, I will say this between client calls and doing backend stuff in my business and posting, I probably work 15 hours a week, maybe 20 hours, maybe 20 hours. If I have a lot of trainings and it's like heavier on client calls, because maybe a lot of my one-on-one calls fell on the same week. And then I'm doing trainings and I have a lot of backend things to clean up, but most weeks, I'm probably only working 15 hours maybe. And that's including coaching and posting. I just post from overflow and I create stuff quickly. 
I don't overthink it. So it doesn't take me that long to create content. And it would be the same for you guys. If you didn't overthink it and you actually wrote posts, the way that you talked, the way that it hit your brain and you didn't try to like write copy that would get people to buy, you know what I mean? Okay. If you're Stephanie, if you're talking about the archetypes inside of your next five, when you go look at your archetype cards on it's technically the back, but I don't know what it looks like when you look at the PDFs one side of it, it actually says like your ideal client is this. So if you're a romantic, it will say your romantic clients. If you're a maverick, it will say your maverick clients. Those archetypes are telling you exactly what it is about you that your ideal clients love. And then when you go look at the section that, and it'll be at the bottom, it'll say like your romantic clients or your maverick clients or your sage clients. It's telling you exactly who they are. So it's just really giving you an inside look into what it is about you that your ideal clients love. So you can lean more into that, into you need to, you guys that are in your next five, and if you don't know what branding archetypes are, you can reach out to me after this. You can buy, I taught a program back in like, when was that you guys? Probably August I or August or September. I taught a program um, called Brands That Command Attention and everybody got to take a test. It's a personality quiz. It's like a morals, personality, how you think, how you operate, just kind of how you're wired. You get assigned a signature archetype um, and an influencing archetype. And then you can, it's, but what you can anyways, reach out to me because you can still buy brands that command attention. You get access to the full program up front, all the replays and the quiz with the archetypes. But for those of you that are in your next five, because some of you are, you guys can just take those archetypes and what it is, is it, those archetypes are basically telling you this is who you are and you guys need to be asking yourselves, am I fully expressed in this? Like, am I fully expressed in all of these things that it says that I am? And then when you read the section on your card that says like your sage archetypes or your maverick archetypes or your jester archetypes, it's telling you who your ideal client is and what they're looking for. You can use that when you're speaking to them because it's telling you exactly what it is that they need. Do you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Are there specific directions that I'm looking to expand? Um, I am, I'll tell you if you're asking me kind of like our uh, directions, maybe I think for my brain, the question is like, are there specific areas I'm wanting to expand? I'm wanting to, I'm wanting to step into that next level of standards that I hold for myself, that I hold for my audience, that I hold for clients that come into my container. I'm, I'm, this year was a year that I really had to set boundaries because I had really leaky boundaries in the beginning of my business for like three and a half years. I had, well, yeah, three and a half years. I had really leaky boundaries. So 2022 was a year where I was really having to clean up what those, I was having to clean up my boundaries and clean up some of the messes and put out some of the fires that having leaky boundaries had caused. Okay. Now, for some of you, you're going to have to get to a certain level of business to understand what I'm saying. You have to have, like when you get to a certain level of business and you're making a certain level of money and you're servicing a certain level of clients, you're going to know what I mean by this. If you're already there, you know exactly what I mean. When you have leaky boundaries, it starts to affect your client relationships. It starts to affect the way your business feels to you. It starts to affect the way you show up. It starts to affect your, your grow ability and your scalability. Um, 
everything just feels hard. Everything just feels heavy. Things don't feel clean. Okay. So one of the directions that I'm moving is I spent a year basically in 2022 cleaning up those boundaries. And now I'm, I'm wanting to move into like learning from my mentors. I don't want to operate from boundaries anymore. I'm moving to a level where I want to just operate from certain standards. So where I don't even have to put boundaries in place because I just have a certain, I just carry a certain, um, I just have certain scruples about me and I will require like those standards of the people that come in my world. Not so much because I'm telling them this is how you have to be and how you have to show up. It's like the way I carry myself, if people don't have those same standards for themselves, they won't feel comfortable in my space and they'll opt out, which is why I experienced a lot of clients leaving my space this last year, because I was starting to, um, set a different level of boundaries and I was starting to enforce them. And I was starting to speak to a higher caliber set of standards and the people that weren't ready for that or didn't want to be in that they left my space. Right. So one thing I'm leaning into with my mentors is, okay, I've, I've had to clean up the boundaries. I've, I've been setting the boundaries. Now I want to get to a place in business where it's not about having to have a bunch of boundaries. It's like, I don't even have to have so much of boundaries as much as these are the standards that I hold in my world for myself and everyone else. And if you want to play in that frequency, cool, this like, let's do it. And if not, that's also cool. Like, but you need to find someone that's for you. Um, and then also it's, it's things about like in a different tax bracket, when you're making a different amount of money, there's different things I want to do with my money. Now, different ways I want to invest my money, different, um, directions I want to take my business as far as like my business model and different conversations that I want to have. How do you move past your ego? Well, first off, you don't ever want to shame your ego for showing up, right? Your ego is showing up because it's trying to protect you from something, right? Um, and I don't know how much you guys know about uh, shadow work and I don't pretend to be the queen of shadow work. I'm just learning about it. But what I understand about shadow work is your shadows are the things that for most of us in early childhood, at some point in our life, there were things about us that we were told were wrong. And so we label those things as wrong and bad and we try to tuck them away in the shadows. And so anytime they try to show back up, we're like, no, 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 like get back in the shadows. Like people can't see that about you. It's it's bad, it's wrong, don't be that. Um, and we make them bad and we make them wrong. And so it's really like your ego shows up when it thinks that your shadows have been spotted and you don't want to be seen that way. So if you, if you're always told that you're too much as a child, you, you were told you're too much. You decide that's a shadow that needs to be tucked away in the shadows. Okay. I'm too much. That's bad. Don't be that. And so when you grow up, anytime you do something where you think you've been too much, your ego's like, there you go. Whitney being too much again, shame on you. Shame on you. Don't do that anymore. You should be ashamed of yourself. You're being too much. Um, so your ego can be comforted and that it's just trying to protect you, but we want to build emotional intelligence of when it's showing up. We just don't want to shame ourselves. And for me, you know, this is like, I could do a whole masterclass on this, but for me, it's like, 
I tell this to clients all the time. It's the awareness that is going to be the biggest first key. You don't, when you notice your ego showing up or an old thought pattern or a mindset that isn't serving you, you don't have to rush out. And like, what happens with my clients is they'll be like, oh my God. Okay. I see what you're talking about. I see this like, um, terrible thought pattern that I have. Okay. I see it. So how do I fix it? How do I get rid of it? How do I not think this anymore? And I'm like, well, that's first of all, let's just have the awareness because what you want is to have the awareness on it because then every time it shows up and you have the awareness of how much it's actually showing up and how much it's actually influencing the way you show up and you behave and like who you're being, the more you have awareness that this has been affecting you for a long time and influencing you for a long time, a lot of times you don't have to ask yourself or anyone else how to fix it or how to get rid of it or how to like dissolve it. You kind of just start doing it naturally because you realize, I'm sorry, guys, I get like, like fuzzies, like, I don't know, like around my piercing. And then I can't like, I'm like, how do you get it anyways? But uh, doesn't matter. I just, my nose feels itchy, but, um, hold on. Let me get this off my screen. Okay. I actually don't remember all that I was saying, but you won't have to ask anyone how to dissolve it. You'll just naturally start doing it because you realize it's not serving you anymore. Is that, does that make sense? Okay. <clears throat> Do you feel automation is needed to have a better strategy to enrolled clients? No, I don't. Cold DMing? No. Listen, if cold DMing is your thing, go for it. It was not my thing. Um, I have a multiple, I make multiple six figures a year. Um, I don't cold DM people and I never have. I never will. It's not something I teach. Um, it's not something that my mentors do and they're making millions. Um, so no, here's, if you guys, and this is just ask Whitney. So I'm just going to give you my opinion. Okay. Here's how I feel about automation. When people, when people are, what do I want to say? If you're below 8K months. So, if, so we'll say this, if you're below six figures, when clients come to me, and they're not making even $8,000 a month, which would be six figures, right? And they want to run out and like automate everything. I'm all, that's always a red flag to me because it's like, we're trying to put, we're trying to be in our business as little as possible because we've been sold the laptop lifestyle that you can just make a million dollars a year and you only have to work two hours a day. And we get sold this like passive income dream where everything's like passive income, passive, but, but the people that build businesses that genuinely truly have real passive income, they had to build a relationship with their audience to like get people to buy things from them without them having to be in their business that much. I also learned very quickly because I had some coaches about a year and a half ago, try to like force this strategy on me to like automate everything. And they wanted me to hire appointment setters and they wanted me to hire salespeople. And they wanted me to hire other coaches to coach in my programs. They were basically telling me that I could just sit back, make millions of dollars and essentially have to do nothing in my business, basically not even coach my clients. I just pay other people to do it. I just realized that that wasn't for me. I'm not someone that wants to be completely detached from my business. So like I would have clients come into my programs and that doesn't really happen to me now. Cause I just don't have a lot of patience for it, but like, I would have clients come into my world and they would be making like not even $500 a month. And they would be like, well, I'm going to hire a social media manager. And I'm like, for what? 
you don't have a job, like you're not working a nine to five and you basically have like two clients. You have enough time to be writing your own post and post. Like they were like wanting to hire people to manage their Facebook group for them. And I'm like, why? You have time to do that. Let me tell you why I don't believe we have to automate things. You have to be, your, your audience wants to hire you. They are not like, this is what's happened with the coaching industry. The coaching industry has moved away from people hiring coaches because the coach can deliver results to them, like very specific results. People are hiring coaches. Yes, they do. They are looking for certain results, but what they're actually hiring on is your personality, your vibe, your energy, who you are, who you are behind the scenes, how you make them feel, how you lead yourself if you're an expansive human. And if we automate everything, people can't get that vibe from you. So let me give you an example. I have a client who's a, who came into my mastermind and she also upgraded to private. So she's getting private coaching and she's in the mastermind. And the first thing that she wanted coaching on when she came into the mastermind was she was running Facebook ads that were bringing people to a pre-recorded webinar. And then it was putting them on her email list. And then she was selling, she was trying to sell them things on the email list. So she was coming to me. And the very first thing she wanted coaching on was that she was like, well, I'm getting people from these Facebook ads. They're watching a pre-recorded webinar. So she wasn't even, it wasn't a real like live webinar. It was pre-recorded. And then she was trying to send them an email sequence on her email list. And she was like, nobody's really buying. Like people are like thousands of people are opening these emails and only like 20 of them are buying, buying from me. And her product was only like $27, like her, her lowest ticket item. She, she, out of, out of like 5,000 people, she couldn't even get a handful of people to buy this $27 item. And so she was saying to me, like, can you, can, can we look at my copy and my emails? Because maybe if I had better copy, then more people would be converting. And the very first thing I said to her was the copy has nothing to do with it. They feel no connection to you. You're just a stranger on the internet. You're just a faceless stranger on the internet. They don't care if it's $27 or $2,700. People are not even going to give a stranger on the internet $27 just because it's cheap. And I said to her, it's, it's not about, we don't need to rewrite your copy. You need to find a way to connect with your audience. But do you see what I'm saying? Like she was trying to automate everything. It was like run Facebook ads. The Facebook ads can send people to a webinar that I don't even have to show up for because it's pre-recorded, right? And then it was like, and then they go on my email list and then I nurture them with an email sequence and then I start selling them things. And, and I was like, they're not buying because they don't know who you are. They don't feel connected to you. They haven't been able to fill you out. They feel no relationship with you. Now, this same client, this was back in September. We started September 14th, the last round of the mastermind. Um, She's already had like a $22,000 month since then. She just sent me a boxer today to tell me if I remember she's made $13,000 in the last, I can tell you exactly actually after we clean some of that stuff up. Um, she made $13,000 in two weeks and she's hardly even running her ads anymore. We totally like, have been diving in for the last couple months on building relationship with her audience and like one doing it her way, not doing it the way she thought she had to do it, which was making it feel heavy. But I was telling her like, we're in a world now where our audience has a very, um, 
what's the word I'm looking for? Not, um, they have a very, uh, a much more refined level of emotional intelligence and they're not buying off of like pre-recorded webinars and email sequences. And like, just cause you're saying the right thing, they're very much buying off personality, vibe, energy. They're feeling you out. Who are you behind the scenes? How do you lead yourself? How do you show up? Do they get to see your face? Do they get to hear your voice? Do they get to feel you out? Like, do they feel like they have a relationship with you? That's what they're buying from. I have said from day one of my business, coaching my clients, I'm like, humans want to buy from other humans. We're no longer buying, we're no longer hiring coaches off of some random Facebook ad and a pre recorded webinar. That might get them into your world, but it's going to take more than that. So for me, automating things takes the human out of it. Now, listen, there's some things that I have automated. Like when I do free trainings, I have people go to a landing page and they can put in their email list and it sends them an email and, and like directs them to the zoom link or my Facebook group. But like, I didn't even have things like that until I was like two, two and a half years in business. Now, what I'm saying is, but like, I don't run ads. I don't run any ads. Um, I don't use any messaging software. I know there's software out there that you can pay for it and it will it will send people DMs on your behalf. Um, it will go into Facebook groups and friend request people on your behalf, send them DMs on your behalf. Um, I know there's like funnels and you can put people in like nurture sequences and then sell them things. And then you can, uh, you can like set them up appointments with your salespeople. And then and like, I understand that, but I have mentors that make $7 million a year and they don't run ads. They don't cold DM people. They don't really have much of a funnel. They're still answering their own DMs. I mean, they're not answering stupid questions in their DMs, but like they're still teaching their programs live. They're not running everything on evergreen. They're not hiring other coaches to coach for them. Like they're in their business. And so for me, again, I'm not saying in any one way is right or wrong. It's all right. Like any strategy could work, but I just never wanted to be that detached from my business. And I actually find that the clients that try to automate everything too soon, they're, they're looking at it wrong. They're trying to get those instant wins where they can do as little as possible because the industry has sold them that the industry is like, if you just run ads and you set up your funnel and you like do this, you can make millions of dollars while you're on the beach. You don't even have to be in your business. And like, that's not how it works. If you don't have demand, it's going to be really hard to automate things and get people to buy because they don't know you. They're going to go buy from the person that they feel a connection with over on Instagram or whatever. That was a really long winded question, but I feel really passionate about it. Oh no. Is it not going to let me scroll up anymore? I might have to get on my phone. I don't know. Ah, oh, where's my mouse? Okay. I feel like there was more questions. Let me see if it will show it on here. It's like kicking the questions out after a while. Let me see something. <clears throat> I hate when Facebook does that. My gosh, there's 66 comments on here. You guys are blowing it up. Okay. Let me see. Ah, it's not going to give me the, um, It's not going to give me the questions. I'm sorry. If I didn't get to your question, please repost it. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, when you say, what does my table talk sound like? Can, I don't know what you mean by that. Um, today I had planned, I had a plan for my lives and my content for the week. When I went to post, it didn't feel right. 
today. Oh, you're saying, so you had already planned out your lives and all your content for the week. When I went to post, it didn't feel right. What is behind that? You tell me what was behind that. I have a hunch that, you know, when you went to post and it didn't feel right, you tell me why, why doesn't it feel right? Like, what were you thinking? Um, <clears throat> how do you like to write and post in the moment? Yes, I am. I am. Now I'm not saying everybody has to do it my way. I, that's just how I operate the best. I have to be in flow. <clears throat> oh, 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 oh. Brands that command attention was amazing and set me free. Yeah, I'm telling you guys, get brands that command attention. Buy it from me. Message me. It's you get instant access to like, I think there's like six or seven trainings and they're all like an hour long and you get your brand archetype quiz. And then after you complete it, you get your results. It'll tell you like all about your archetypes. You're welcome, Steph. Stephanie, also your content has been fire lately, girl. You're like in a zone. I'm looking for questions. I'm sorry. I'm not ignoring you guys. I am just joining. So not sure if any of these questions were asked already. What, what do you do to put yourself in high frequency with money and clients and things you want? Hold on. Let me open this all the way. What do you do to put yourself? I'm going to tell you guys right now. This is such a good question, Esten. What do you do to put yourself in high frequency, in like a higher frequency with money and, and like creating clients and getting things that I want? Listen, I will screen this until the cows come home. I put myself in rooms. I put myself in rooms where that is the normal conversation. If you want to know how to get into a higher frequency with money, put yourself in rooms and sit at tables where the frequency around money is high, where the conversations around money is big and normal. I get, I hire mentors and coaches who are making obscene amounts of money, serving obscene amounts of clients and have very light joyful businesses that they love. If you want to, if you want to, if you want to tap more into your personal power, get around people that have a lot of personal power. If you want to make more money, get around people that are making a lot more money, get in masterminds, get in the programs, hire the mentors, sit at tables where what you want is the normal topic of conversation and watch your ever loving life and mindset and business change to a whole different level. This is why I spend so much money, not on just buying programs, but getting into mentorship, get into the masterminds, hire the mentor, like get into the higher level group containers where this stuff is normal. You have to, I'm like, it's not even like a, if you want to, it's like, you have to, now you don't do it because you're like, well, Whitney said, so if I go join a mastermind, then I'm going to make money. When I say you have to, what I mean is like, you gotta, if, if you don't feel that way about mentorship, like I do about mentorship, then you need to get, you need to do the inner work where it's like, you can't not be in those rooms. I don't get in them because I think my mastermind or my private coach is going to like, give me the missing pieces of the puzzle. In fact, my coaches will tell you, I only talk to them about strategy and processes like 10% of the time. The other 90% is all inner stuff, this stuff, this stuff, and this stuff. But I get myself in rooms where conversations are the normal around what I'm wanting to create. 
It's, it is a non-negotiable for me. I will literally, I like, we're in a rent, we rent the home that we live in. We don't, we didn't even buy it. If someone told me, like we were looking at a house the other day and my realtor was like, well, if you want to put down 20%, it's going to be like 68,000. And I'm like, I'm in a place where if I put $68,000 down on a house, I would have to cut out something and it would probably have to be coaching because that's the other biggest amount of money that I spend. I'm not, I would rather have mentors than buy a house right now because I know that I'm going to be a seven figure a year earner. And then I can go buy whatever house I want. Some people are not willing to make that sacrifice. I'm willing to hire mentors over like going on vacation. Non-negotiable for me is I will pay off my car that like the passenger door doesn't even open because somebody hit it in a parking lot and then ran. So I haven't even like turned it in on insurance because I don't want to have to pay for it. You can't even open my passenger door. The front is all smashed up. The back of it is literally duct taped. I will drive that car to the wheels fall off because instead of going out and buying a brand new $20,000 car, I would rather pay my coach $20,000 because the new car is not going to move the needle for me. I would rather go on one or two vacations a year than like 15 vacations a year. If that means because I get to have more money to spend on mentors, because one day I'm going to have a business where I can take as many vacations as I want and still hire the coaches that I want. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, I, because I know the, it's a non-negotiable. I know the importance of being in rooms where what I want and what I desire is a normal topic of conversation. And, and the people in the room are actually doing what I want. It will, they will rub off on you and it will change your life. <clears throat> okay. What are the mindset shifts you made at each level? Zero to 30 K of who you're being. That's a really loaded question. Esten, I literally couldn't even answer that on here. If I wanted to, I will tell you right now, tomorrow I'm announcing my new program for February. I will go ahead and tell you guys now it's called 50 K codes, 50 K codes. I'm either going to call it 50 K codes or codes to 50 K. What do you guys like things sound better? I haven't really announced it yet, so I can still change the camera graphic. Do you like 50 K codes or codes to 50 K better? I'm going to teach you how I made my first 50,000 in my business. That is coming in February. I'm going to drop it either tomorrow or Wednesday, and it's going to be in pre-sale. If you want to go ahead and jump in now, let me know. I can get you the link. You can jump in now, but tell me which one you like 50 K codes or codes to 50 K. I can't decide. <clears throat> How do you can't handle getting more visible and therefore getting more criticism from strangers? Um, I had to learn to hold myself in the beginning. I have a masterclass from like a couple of years ago called free to fly. And that's what it really was about. If you guys want it, let me know. Um, you can buy it from me. It's, it's not that expensive. Um, but, um, yes, as you guys grow and get more visible, you're going to get people are going to feel the need to tell you how they feel about you. This is also a loaded question. Again, I could do a whole masterclass on this. I, I've done one before. I'm sure I will do more because people see my, like how I hold myself now. People, some people have been in my world for years and watched that journey um, where I had to hold myself through that. And um, so people, people come to me and want to be mentored around that. What I will say is one, don't discount anything that you're feeling. But if you guys are walking through that, I think it was free to fly where I talked about that. Even like I would buy that for me. Anyways, um, one thing I taught, if that's the masterclass I did it, one thing I said was like, 
You cannot bypass what's coming up for you. If something hurts your feelings, allow those emotions. If something pisses you off, allow those emotions. Like don't tell yourself, well, I'm a coach. So I'll just choose better thoughts. Like don't do that to yourself. Do not gaslight yourself. Feel what you're feeling. Also, it built up so much emotional intelligence for me to see that like other people were constantly projecting their own stuff onto me. And I could see that for what it was. It was their projections. It was a very obvious. And I don't have to hold anybody's projections. I am, I am allowed to hand their projections right back to them. Energetically, they get to have them back. The other thing I will say is I take it very seriously that I have really curated my, my social media. So if someone triggers me, they get blocked or they get deleted or they get unfriended. If you troll me one time, if you come for me one time when I did not send for you and you come for me and I did not send for you, you get blocked. I have a one strike rule on my social media. If you troll me one time, you're out. If you come for me one time, I'm done. I have very little tolerance and patience for it. I will delete comments if I don't like them. And I will delete and I will block and I will unfriend and I will move on with my day. And I will not think about you again. I believe that my social media is like my home. And if I wouldn't let you come into my house and sit at my dinner table and speak to me that way, you're not going to do it on social media. I deserve to have a social media that is good for my nervous system. So I don't follow anyone that triggers me. And I don't let anyone in my space that tries to come for me, that triggers me. Even if no, even if someone hasn't said anything to me, if their content triggers me in any way, I get rid of them. Also that being said, because some of you are networking in Facebook groups, I was just walking through this with some private clients, like not even last week. <clears throat> if you're in certain Facebook groups where every time you post, everybody in those groups is arguing with you and trolling you and coming for you. If it's becoming a thing where it's making you anxious to even open up your social media apps, get out of those groups. I can promise you your ideal clients are not hanging out in those groups. The people that are inside of Facebook groups reflect the culture of that group. So if you're in a Facebook group where everyone is very negative and there's a lot of drama and everyone's playing the victim and everyone's complaining and people are always trolling each other, those people are in that group because they like that stuff. Those are not clients you want to have. I can pinky promise you. <clears throat> Kelly, thank you. My nose itches all the time. And because I'm so fair skinned, when I itch it, my whole nose gets red for like two minutes. You can see it just did it. I'll show you guys. It'll get really red. Like if I itch my nose, my whole, like my whole nose gets red. <laughs> Thank you. I'm actually trying to grow it out long enough that my stylist can put some extensions in it. Cause I miss it being long. She said it's not long enough yet. Cause the back's still really short. I love when people ask Whitney that question and she answers it. <laughs> I don't know what question you're talking about, but yeah. Sherry, you don't have to do 20 reach outs a day. Let me tell you guys something. First of all, do not do anything that does not feel good to you. I don't care that reaching out to 20 people a day may work for whoever taught you that. It's not going to work for me if I don't like it. It doesn't feel good. Cause here's, what's going to happen when you guys are doing things in your businesses that, that feel terrible and feel heavy and don't feel in alignment with who you are your business as a whole is going to start to feel heavy and you are going to stop showing up in it. And then you're never going to get where you want to be. So don't do things that make you feel heavy. This is what I will also say. This is a very shameless plug. 
You do not have to do 20 reach outs today. You do not have to cold DM. You do not have to like spam people. You do not have to run ads. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. If you want to learn how to build a business without doing any of those things, get inside of my membership because I will teach you. It is a year long membership. And over the course of the year, you are going to get access to a new live program every single month for a year. You're going to get any master classes that I do, any other random offers that I do. You're going to get pop-up coaching and you're going to get access to a vault with, with past programs and master classes you can binge right now. The reason I'm saying that is every single month, I'm going to be teaching a different master class, and all of it is going to be around money mindset, energetics, boundaries, standards, building a hot audience, creating delicious offers, soulful selling, spicy selling, like how to create content, um, emotional intelligence, like all the things dealing with your ego. I will teach you guys how to make money in your businesses, not having to do all those things you don't want to do. I cannot stress it enough. If you are not in full flavored experience, which is my membership, you guys are missing out. It is like, it's wild what's in there. Okay. <clears throat> yes, Sherry, I, I'm holding you in that. I guarantee you feel exhausted because you're being taught to do a lot of things that don't feel good to you and don't have a lot of wiggle room to do it in a way that feels like you. That is very heavy. And yes, Ashley is right. I bring relief to that. A lot of clients come into my space and, and find freedom. And then their business starts to feel light again. And then they actually start making money and signing clients because everything doesn't feel heavy. I do understand there's a lot being taught. I'm not saying that my way is right and other people's is wrong, but I do find there's a lot of things being taught that's very one size fits all. And so we're trying to put ourselves in boxes that don't feel like us. It actually feels terrible. <clears throat> You're in a master class and have a coach. It just feels aggressive. They say it's all about enrollment calls and getting people on the phone right now. Yeah, that feels heavy. Yep, I'm going to teach you guys how to build a hot audience in the membership. Um, how I learned to do my social media graphics, uh, a couple years of messing with Canva. Canva's come such a long way. I will say that too. One of the best things I ever did was do the, um, I think you have to have the pro version of Canva, which is like $14.99 a month. If you have the pro version of Canva, it removes the background on your pictures, right? So I could take a picture with this in the background. And when I get on Canva, I can remove it and it would just be me. And I can like put it on a flyer or something. How do you handle more criticism as you get more visible? I think I answered that. Oh, I think you were reposting that because you didn't know if it got lost. <clears throat> Sorry, it's moving codes to 50K. Okay, everyone's saying that. I like it. Me too. I'm going to call it codes to 50K. Yeah, you can, you guys, listen, if people project on you, you can totally just energetically hand it back to them. You don't have to hold anyone's projections. Kurt says, Whitney has set me free from so much gunk that I was taught and it made my business feel heavy. It's so freeing. Oh, I love to hear that. 
Well, Sherry, I'm sorry that you're being taught what feels good doesn't make money because I only do things that feel good. I mean, I have to hold myself when, you know, building a business doesn't always feel good, but I also can hold myself in it. I built up my emotional intelligence and I also, um, I have mentors, right. That walk me through things, but like, I don't do things in my business that don't feel good. That's all I'm saying. And I make a lot of money and my clients would say the same thing. All right. Nicole says, get in FFE. Yeah. Canva is the bomb. Yeah. Just playing on Canva. And listen, my Canva graphics are not perfect. Like even now, like they're not, they're not, I I'm looking at actually hiring I'm, in April of this year. I will have been in business for five years. So I don't think you guys have, you guys don't have to rush out and do this, but, um, you can also use something called word swag. It's word swag. It's an app you can download. That's great for making graphics and then pick collage and then Canva pro but I'm looking at hiring a graphic designer this year to make some of my flyers for me every month for my programs. We'll see. We'll see. <clears throat> okay. I'm not seeing anyone else with questions. Did I miss anything from anyone? I'll give you like 30 seconds or forever hold your peace. Um, the things I talked about tonight, if you want brands that command attention, you can buy that. You'll get instant access to it. That's where you're going to learn about the archetypes, your specific archetypes and how to apply them to your business. Um, free to fly. I think every female on here needs my free to fly masterclass. You can buy that. And then, yeah, we are in pre-sale right now for codes to 50 K I'm going to teach you exactly the mindset and the process, the strategy the codes of how I got to my first $50,000. Um, that program will be in February, like around mid-February and it's in pre-sale right now. Pre-sale is going to end January 17th and then the price is gonna keep going up. So if you wanna go ahead and jump in, um, yeah, well, I haven't announced it in FFE. Which one? I don't know what you're asking about. I shouldn't answer that yet because I don't know which one you're asking about. Um, pre-sale ends uh, January 17th for... Um, codes to 50k. So if you want that link, I don't know if free to fly is available or not. I don't think it is. I don't think it's one of the ones that's included in there. I don't think I'd have to look, but if it, I don't think it is what you guys get instant access to an FFE was basically everything that I ran in 2022. I basically went back in my zoom and pulled all the recordings from everything I ran in 2022. You guys got all of that. Anything before that, um, for the most part is not in there. Early on, did I hire a good accountant? I am not an accountant. I am not a tax professional. I am not a money financial professional. I need to disclaim that. Um, you don't have to do it the way I did. I did not hire an accountant until 2022. And I probably should have got one sooner. That's all I'll say about that. I don't have money habits or money routines or money dates. Not yet. I'm not saying I won't at some point, but up until this point, I don't have like any money rituals or like any mantras or affirmations or anything I'm doing around money. All right. But you guys in FFE, you're getting codes to 50 K it's included in full flavored experience. So that's going to be fun. I will drop information in there when I release it to the public. Okay.
You guys are awesome. We were on here exactly one hour. This is great. I'm going to upload this to the podcast. So if you guys want to re-listen to it and you just want to be like driving or on your treadmill or like on a walk, you won't even, I'll, I'll put it on my podcast tonight and then you can just listen. Okay. All right. You guys are awesome. Thank you for being here. The only thing that I ask for in return for doing this, if you guys really want to thank me is pull up the recording of this, take a screenshot, share it on your stories, share it on your social media. I, that's how you can thank me, um, for doing this for you guys, right? Just spreading the work about, um, spreading the word about the work that I'm doing. That makes me really happy. Okay. Love you guys. Bye. Hey, if you're ready to make your first thousand dollars, your first $10,000, and then all the way up to your first hundred thousand dollars, I'm inviting you to get on the wait list for my program, Courageous Heartpreneur. It's the six-figure self-concept, all the mindset, all the magnetic messaging, and all the soulful selling that you need to create that first thousand, ten thousand, and hundred thousand. If you go to WhitneyBarbary.com forward slash courageous, you can get on the wait list because the doors are opening back up again very soon. All right, I'll see you inside the program.